you have been warned. This radio program is going to have bold topics for bold Christians. Welcome to Empowered Radio with Laurie Dims. These are the worst of times, these are the best of times. Right now, it's Tim's times. Thank you for joining me today. Amen and amen. Let me introduce myself today. I'm Laurie L. Tims. I'm an author and a speaker. And it's my passion to reach the lost and inform the church in these last days. Now, lately I've been going a different direction. I'm not, I haven't been doing my watchman's warning. And, uh, I mean, I still will do it from time to time, but I went back to my basics and that's just teaching in the Word of God. Today is a, a great study. It's about wearing out the saints. My foundational scripture is Daniel 7.25. And he, now this is Satan, shall wear out the saints of the Most High. Now, we've heard of that, and I know you've heard about it. And, you know, the God, God says that, uh, you know, don't get weary in well-doing because, uh, you know, your reward, you will be rewarded for it. Amen. Now, this has come to my attention because I've been wore out a lot lately. And, uh, I mean, spiritually psychologically, physically, I mean, you name it, the attacks are, are, have come, through dreams, nightmares, uh, through sickness, through aggravation and frustration uh, due to, you know, family issues and, uh, you know, all kinds of things. So I know there's other people that are going through that as well. So that's what this is about. Now, here we go. Do you feel tired? Do you have no energy? How about, do you feel down and out? Or do you feel like you'll never get to that promised land? You know, we all have a promised land that God has made us promises about our future and, you know, where we would be in our future. Great things. And it gives us hope and it gives us something to look forward to. And, you know, it's the light at the end of the proverbial tunnel, if you will. Now, anyway, if you've experienced any of these or a combination of all of these, then you've probably been under some type of attack. It's true, folks. It's part of the devil's end time plan is to actually wear out the saints. And that's us. Now, we're going to get into this and uh, talk about it, that God forewarned us in the Bible about it, uh, even in, in Daniel, but also in Revelation. Uh, and he talks about, he shall speak words against the Most High. This is referring to the Antichrist. Now, we know that he has not officially shown up, but his spirit is alive and well here. And, you know, you can see that everywhere you go, that it's an attack against Christians, it's an attack against the Bible, it's an attack against Jesus and God. And no other religion is attacked as much as Christianity and, that, and, Ju, and Judaism. Those two seem to be attacked more by any other uh, religion. Because, you know, uh, the other religions... Their gods are 
false gods. And so they, they don't pose a threat to the enemy. But we know that Jesus changes lives. Lives are changed. And you may be saying, I know I'm going off the topic here a little bit, but you may be thinking, well, Lori, of all the different religions, why do you think that yours is the real thing? And that's because uh, evidence of lives being changed. I mean, drug addicts, uh, drunkards, uh, people into porn. I mean, you name it. People were addicted to it, had been to rehabs. And uh, I was one of those that went to the drug rehab as a young kid. Time and time again, I'm not saying the rehabs don't work. They do work for some people. But hardcore people, they don't work. Only the touch of God, only the touch of Jesus, only that the real deal changes lives and works. And, and, and you can even go to a foreign country where they don't speak English. But if the person prays in the name of Jesus, lives are changed. People are healed. I mean, it's just fantastic. It's the only real deal there is. And so that's why there's such an attack on Christians, on believers, because we are a threat to the enemy's devices. And that's just the way it is. And he hates us, you know. The devil hates uh, humanity, and especially Christians. Uh, and so that's why he's trying to wear out the saints, and it's part of his end time attacks so anyway i just thought i would throw that in there i know i sidetracked for a minute and i'm sorry about that but you know i get to going and the lord's anointing hits me and i just start talking and that's just the way it is <laughs> but anyway uh that is how it is now the apostle paul said we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, wicked spirits in high or heavenly places. See, it's it's the demonic kingdom that we're warring against. It's not people, even though people are possessed and controlled by demonic spirits. Some of them are. And so, uh, you know, we just see the person, but a lot of times the people don't even know that they're being controlled by that. So that's what we're dealing with here. Uh, now the word actually uh, wear, wear out, you know, we're talking about wearing out the saints. And Aramaic means to wear out your mind. So, you know, the word wear out or persecute in Arabic means to wear out your mind so you see you know like i even heard joyce meyer say many years ago the battlefields in the mind so it is and so the enemy does whisper lies to you uh they he plants lies in your thoughts and you think it's your thoughts sometimes and so the main thing to keep in mind in that area is that if it doesn't line up with the bible if it doesn't line up with what god says it's a lie from the pit of hell and it may sound a little true but for the most part it's a lie so we know how that goes uh now we see 
this in our own lives, attacked seemingly one right after another, just simultaneously, you know. Uh, sometimes it's hell, sometimes it's a death in the family, sometimes it's you lose your job. Uh, sometimes, you know the old saying, well, it comes in threes. Well, it does. Sometimes it comes in threes. And so it's a threefold attack. But this is a little bit different. This even goes another step further. And so we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into that in just a minute. Uh, now, until, you know, this, these attacks, they happen one right after another until either they break us or we break them. So we want to be on the victorious side. Amen. Now, let's go deeper into this topic here. I've broken it down into four types of attacks. Okay, we're going to talk about this. The first attack is through fear. Okay, now, we see that every day, every day. And, I mean, people are so freaked out. People are so scared. Uh, you know, they a lot of them have bought into the status quo with what they're telling on the news, which, you know, most of that is fake news. It's not true. Uh, and, you know, I'm not going into what's true and what's not. Uh, you know, you'll just have to pray about it and let the Holy Spirit guide you and give you discernment in those areas. And so anyway, but first is fear. If the enemy can uh, get and keep you scared, he's got you on your heels. Think about it. When you're in a fight, when the other person knocks you back and you're on your heels, you lose your balance and you can't fight. And so... Uh, you know, maybe you're scared about the future, you know, with COVID-19 or any type of sickness or illness uh, will work. Uh, many believers do believe that God can heal, but not necessarily them. Now, I see that all the time, you know. Uh, people will, uh, you know, they talk about God and I'll say, do you believe God can heal you? And they'll say, oh, yeah, I believe God can heal. And I'll say, well, let's pray. And, oh, well, God's using this to work work through me to help you know other people well you know it's not god's will that any of us be sick it's god's will that we be in good health and prosper as our soul prospers god's still in the healing business folks he still heals he's the same yesterday today and forever and so but if you don't have faith for it you probably won't get it because without faith it's impossible to please God. And, you know, faith is a conductor to and from heaven for miracles to happen. And so I like to just throw that in there, too. But anyway, uh, it's really a sad sort of affairs. It really is. Uh, people are worried. They're fearful of uh, the economy. They're fearful of food shortages. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And so... You know, it's just really, really sad that it has to come to that. But fear really does stop a person, you know, and, and it becomes a stronghold. That's for sure. Now, see, this reminds me of the 12 spies that went into, that were sent into Canaan. You know, the 12 spies, each spy for every tribe. And, uh. And so uh, they were sent into the Canaan land. This is our promised land. And they were just supposed to report 
report the land and the people. You know, they weren't supposed to put their opinion in there. And they were just supposed to just, you know, just the facts, man, just the facts, right? So anyway, they get in there and uh, they're in there for 40 days. And they come back and they are freaked completely out. Now, God had promised to give them this land. He said, I will, you know, I will help you. I will uh, give you this land from these people. And so they come back and they say, hey, we are as grasshoppers. Uh, we, they were like giants. Uh, they had fortresses. They were fortified. I mean, they, uh, they just went against everything that God had promised them. And they sowed unbelief and fear into the other people. And so they weren't supposed to do that because God had already promised them those things. Now, you know, only two people, and that's Caleb and Joshua, believe in God's word, believe that God said and would do deliver Canaan for them. So anyway, that's what's important to know those things. It really is. And so you cannot allow panic and negative thoughts to bombard your thought life because, because it sets up strongholds in your mind. And that's when you start having real issues. And those are self-inflicted issues because you have believed in the surroundings. You believed in uh, the, the world's way of thinking instead of God's way of thinking, instead of the kingdom mindset that you're supposed to have. Praise God. Now, the next thing that the enemy uses the attack is through doubt. You know, now that you're uh, fearful, you know, you may be fearful, you can start doubting God's promises. And see, that's exactly what the spies did, 10 of the spies. And so they, they started, they were scared, they were fearful of their circumstances. And then now, they're doubting that God even said he would deliver them this land and from the people. Now, the enemy can whisper lies, and he does, like, nothing's ever going to change. You know, you may be praying and your prayer has not been answered. And so the enemy uh, whispers those thoughts, and sometimes you think it's your thoughts. Uh, God's not, nothing's going to change. God's not doing anything for you. And, you know, a lot of times you can tell it's the enemy because it doesn't line up with God's word, what God's word says. And so, anyway, uh, another thing that the enemy likes to whisper doubt in your life is that God has let you down. He doesn't care for you. You know, it's always a lie and it goes directly against the word of God. It does. Now, keep in mind, that doubt stops faith in its tracks. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. So see, God's timing is not your timing. See, you might be praying for a specific job or for something and it hasn't happened. And you're like, wow, it's not, not going to happen. You know, I mean, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. But see, it's not that all of a sudden that God can't give you that instant job. It's just the job that he has prepared for you. He may have to 
another person may have that position and they have to leave first. So you don't realize there's other things that are involved other than just you. So timing is everything. You know, maybe you're not uh, mentally ready for that job yet, or maybe your situation uh, spiritually, you're not mature enough for that position yet. So God's timing is perfect, and you have to wait on Him and believe in Him and not doubt anything that He has promised you. Now, number three attack is against your joy. And, you know, I've had this happen to me many, many times. But it's usually when all of these are in succession that you know that uh, it's the enemy trying to wear out the saints. And so, anyway, the devil wants to steal your joy. You know, it's all about kill, steal, and destroy. That's his uh, main motive. That's what he does. But in Nehemiah 8.10, God's word says, The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. It's our strength. And you know, when you're happy and you're in God's presence, it is so powerful. It really is your prayers or anointed, uh, you know, a fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. We know when we get that fervent prayer going, we just get it going. And so we have that strength and that power and that anointing on us. But when we're down and out and we're depressed, we can't even pray for ourselves. We just don't feel like it. We don't we don't have that strength. You see that the devil knows that. He knows how we operate. He really does. He's dealt with mankind forever. So, you know, he knows our weaknesses, he knows our strengths, he knows what we're our inclinations are. And he knows us personally. So he knows our weaknesses for sure. Now, what you need to do is just sing a few praise and worship songs when you're depressed, when you're down and out. And your mood will change immediately. And that's the truth. See, usually if you go into a uh, room, uh, like when I would travel, uh, you know, you could go in a room. You don't know what happened in that room before you got there, you know. And uh, and you really don't want to know. But anyway, if you turn on some good gospel music, it would purge that atmosphere and it would shift. It would change the atmosphere. And the demonic spirits or anything that was left there will leave because they do not want to hear it. Amen at that. And so anyway, sometimes the attack comes through your daily uh, situation, you know, like strife at work or even with a close friend or family member, anything that steals your joy. And in my case, it was illness, you know, I was sick, oh, was just so sick. And so I was having problems. Uh, I had a real bad bronchitis. And then, uh, you know, I was dealing with that and I was dealing with, uh, you know, I have di type 2 diabetes. So I was dealing with that. So it just seemed like it was one thing after another. And I was really happy, you know, it was just in God's joy. And then all of a sudden it hit me and just I got over one thing and then boom, it hit me again. And it's like, ah, uh, finally I had had enough. I really did. I just got fed up. And it's kind of like a righteous anger that you 
that comes within your spirit. You just get sick of it. Uh, that's that. Enough's enough. And so, anyway, the Holy Spirit told me to turn on some shofar music. So, I did. I turned it on, and I was listening to it. And the more I listened to it, it purged the demons out. It purged the spirit of infirmity. It purged all that negativity out. And then praise and worship shifts the atmosphere. You know, I started getting better immediately, and praise God that I did. And so it really works. Now, let me tell you something else. I might have said this before, but I'm going to go ahead and say it now that I'm thinking about a shofar. Is that the shofar scares demons, and it scares the devil, because when he hears the shofar, the trumpet, uh, he uh, thinks his time is up. In other words, he's only got seven years, you know. And so when he hears that last trump, he's like, ah, only got seven years. And you think, well, seven years is a long time, and not really. Look how long this last year, this year went by so fast, okay. And so during that tribulation, uh, you know, God said he would have to shorten the days or no flesh would be saved. So it's going to be so fast and so horrific. And so the enemy knows he's out of time when he hears that. So when the enemy hears that shofar, the demons get to running. They get scared. They're like, oh, no, oh, no. And so uh, I love to do that. <laughs> Amen. I have my own little shofar here. And so I use it from time to time. And so anyway, uh, just remember the joy of the Lord is your strength. And hey, get on there and do some praise and worship music. Uh, you can go on YouTube and you can, or uh, you can stream some different Christian comedians that are really funny and clean and decent, and you can laugh. And it's really help. You know, it's medicine to your body. It really will heal you. Praise God, and ask the Lord to give you joy, and He will. Praise God. And fourth, the fourth attack we're talking about is guilt. Guilt. Okay. Now, the guilt uh, may be because you have fallen into a, a besetting sin. You know, we talked about that. did teaching on besetting sins. And that may be a sin that you have a tr trouble with from time to time. You might go six months, a year or two without doing it. And then all of a sudden, boom, you fall into some weakness. You know, and, and uh, you know, it reminds me in the Bible, I think it was Paul, this, I don't know why, when I try not to do it, I do it. And, uh, you know, that's pretty much what it is. But you feel guilty because you feel like, hey, I thought I was over this. I thought I could, you know, get over this one sin. I thought I was. And so uh, every now and then it'll sneak back up on you. And it just makes you feel so guilty and so bad. And, you know, and because you think that you're over it. But that's what the enemy does. Now, this is the last stage in his attack. Now, this is, uh, you probably see where I'm going with this. But, you know, it's guilt or condemnation. Satan wants you to feel guilty about all your own old sins. Okay. Or maybe you just fell back into the besetting sin. Many Christians fall into temptations right before 
their breakthrough. How many times have you seen people give up right before their breakthrough? Now they feel guilty. They feel like they're not worthy of God's love, much less a promotion. You know, when we feel guilty, we don't pray. We don't go to church. And that, although that's the best time for us to do so, that's when we do need to do it the most. You know, God sees our heart and he already knows every sin that we'll ever commit. He already knows about that. And he loves us so very much. Romans 8 verses 1 and 2 says, There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Verse 2, because the Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life, has set you free from the law of sin and death. See, there's no condemnation. You know, you just got to move forward. And uh, when we feel guilty, when we fall, or when we do something wrong, we sin, uh, you know, ask for forgiveness and thank Jesus for forgiving you and move on and move on. You know, all of us fall, but we have to get up and we have to keep going. Just remember to be like Caleb or Joshua. Okay? Remember God's promises. Remember God's faithfulness, His mercy, and His power. Now Psalms 91 verse 1 and 2 talks about uh, God's shadow. And it says right here, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. See, God's shadow is bigger than your problems. Okay? Go to your Heavenly Father and tell Him what's up. Tell him how you feel. Hide under his mega large shadow. That's right. Until the trouble passes. And it will. Because everything is always temporary. And everything always changes. Okay. That's the main thing you have to look at. And you know, laugh at the devil. Because you are protected. He can't get to you when you're under God's shadow. Amen and amen. Now, another thing that I would like to add to this is, is the simple fact that a lot of people, you know, they, they are under all kinds of attacks, mentally, uh, you know, and they don't realize that things will get better and things will end, you know, and things will change because it's always a changing world. Now, one thing we have to keep in mind as believers is we're always going to be victorious eventually. You know, we're going to live forever. We are eternal beings. Yeah, we have a body. We're here for a little while. But then we go home. We go to heaven. So the only way we can lose is to give up. So don't give up. Stand up and be counted. Amen and amen. Because things will get better. 
and they usually do. Amen. Now, this is the time in the show that I'd like to give everyone an opportunity to get in right standing with the Lord. If you've never taken the steps towards salvation, or if you have, maybe you've drifted away from your first love and you need to red rededicate your life to the Lord. Agree with me now in your heart and your spirit while I say the sinner's prayer. Father God, I'm a sinner and forgive me of all my sins. I believe that Jesus is your son and died on the cross and rose again. I need you to be my savior and to be Lord of my life. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. Praise God if you made this decision. All the angels in heaven are rejoicing. And all your family members in heaven are rejoicing too. You have made the best decision of your life. And you will never regret it. Only that you didn't do it sooner. Amen and amen. Welcome to the royal family. You are on the winning side. And praise God and to God be all the glory. Now that you know the truth, let it empower your life. Now, I'd like to thank you again for joining me for this program. And I hope that it's been a blessing for you. Join me next week for another bold and empowering topic. Proverbs 28.1 says, The righteous are bold as a lion. Yes, Lord. Now, boldness is not a personality trait, but acting by the power of the Holy Spirit, by urgent conviction in the face of some threat. We need to be bold for these in these last days. So pray for a spirit of boldness to come about you. Amen. You can get my books on Amazon or other online venues. You can contact me by email at ltimbs, T-I-M-B-S, at gmail.com. You can send me questions or prayer requests. I'd be honored to pray for you. Uh, I'm also available for speaking engagements as well. You can go and listen to my archives uh, on anchor.fm forward slash empower-radio. Also, you can go on podcasts. I mean, just Google my name and it'll pull up all kinds of different uh, shows. And so you can also see my live broadcast at OTTU Media. And uh, God bless you so much. And uh, please support my ministry. I need your help. You can uh, send donations. Any amount is appreciated. At paypal.me forward slash Lori Timms, it's L O R R I E T I M E S, or at Cash App, which is a dollar sign LLT West. And I appreciate your support so very much. So God bless you and shalom. RTU Media has been operating since September of 2020. Since then, RTU Media has reached over 45 million people through our media outlets. RTU Media is changing for one purpose only, and that purpose is to bring to you the quality and outstanding media that represents our audience. Welcome to the new RTU Media. To hear this and more broadcasts like this one, go to RTU Media from the web 
Also, you can find .tu Media on Roku, Amazon Fire, Android, and Apple iOS. This radio network is on .tu Media 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 56 weeks a year. Thank you for your support of .tu Media and this radio network. Thank you for listening to Empowered Radio with Lori Timms. Tune in next time for more bold topics for bold Christians. This broadcast is copyrighted by LLT Ministries and the Resilient Christian Radio Network.